We talk a lot about Florida man on this podcast. Right. Today we're going to talk about Florida mom. Oh, well, you always remind me before we leave the house to grab my keys, wallet, and phone, Keys, wallet, phone. Well, one guy needed someone to remind him about his pants. We'll explain. Okay, and Floridians complain about out-of-state drivers. Yeah. What about out-of-this-world drivers? Oh, plus a change to the Florida Freak Show schedule is coming. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We do, as a matter of fact. Did you forget my name for a second there? Apparently I did. (laughs) Well, as always, our stories come to us. Ripped from the headline. That's right. And our first story comes from Local10.com. Oh, Don't mess with Florida, Mom. No, no, no. A Florida woman and her two children were being harassed outside a South Beach Walgreens store by a man who was openly pleasuring himself right on Collins Avenue. Wow. So the woman screamed, you are disgusting, at him Mm -hmm. before she entered the store. The scream caught the attention of cops, but didn't stop the perpetrator. So the... uh, Woman came back out of the store with a mop, Mm. not to clean up a mess, (laughs) but to beat him with it. By then, the cops had things under control, sort of, because while they were questioning him, he just kept on doing what he was doing in front of other passersby. The man was arrested for lewd and lascivious behavior, uh, excuse me, lewd and lascivious exhibition on a child. And although the woman stated to police that she had planned to assault the man with the mop, (laughs) she does not face any charges and actually refused supportive services when they were offered. Well, she definitely found the right tool to fix that situation. Just mop it on up, Mama Bear. A mop, though, like of all the things in the store to teach him a lesson. I mean, I understand that either end of that mop could be effective in this situation. Sure. But um, maybe maybe there's other options, like a souvenir towel at the Walgreens to help him cover his business. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like the mop is the better way to go. You can do some damage on one side of it, for sure. I suppose. And Mama Bear was not messing around when it came to her kids getting harassed. I'm sure that's led a lot to getting the mop. Probably a good thing that the cops showed up when they did. Otherwise, our baiter over here probably would have been in big trouble. Go away, baiting. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's gross enough to follow a woman around. Pulling your pud, right? Uh, yeah. On on one of America's most recognizable streets. Yep. But but a woman with two kids, that's a special kind of gross. Really is. It's just so, so awful. For our listeners who aren't familiar with the geography yeah. of uh South Beach, yeah. I mean Collins Avenue is one of the most recognizable streets in the country. It's iconic. It absolutely is. I mean, whenever you see shots of, you know, South Beach and yeah. the Art Deco hotels and right. the pastel buildings and all of that that's all collins avenue it feels like every time we go to miami beach we're always walking up and down collins because it's just so much fun there's always a ton of people out 
And we know this Walgreens very well. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. stayed at like two hotels within like a block of this Walgreens. So we've been to it a we've number of times. we picked up a couple of things there. And it's really close to a sandwich shop that we really love. It's close to a bar that we really love. I have never seen anything nefarious or unusual at this Walgreens. No, no. It's usually, it seems like it's just got a lot of foot traffic in front of it. So, uh, you know, I have to say, though, this doesn't... I mean, this see, it's kind of odd behavior for Miami Beach, but it's also like not that surprising. I mean, don't get me wrong; I don't want to see it happening, but no. it's kind of oh, you know, the place where you might expect to see it happening at least on Miami Beach. I it's was gonna say Collins little, Avenue, yeah, probably something that you would expect to see more at four or five in the morning. The uh, the tourist buses definitely got an eyeful. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, our next story comes to us from Local10.com. Yet another one from Local10.com. Deputies were monitoring one Volusia County neighborhood in search of a flasher after they received reports of a man exposing himself to a woman. Oh, yay. They set up a stakeout outside the woman's home and only took a few days of surveillance before they caught 37-year-old Javier Orozco with his pants down. Wow. After a short chase, (laughs) deputies took Orozco into custody his side of the story is that he was simply out to get some exercise. As you do. He's facing a handful of charges, including exposure, voyeurism, stalking, and loitering or prowling. Bond was set at 33 grand. Well, this podcast is exposing a lot about Florida right Hey-o. now. Right? That's for sure. Yeah. Ugh. Yes, it's a Florida expose <laughs> or, or just an ex- exposing exposure expose. I'm not sure. Definitely that. Yeah, um I have I have my favorite part of this story. Mm. I think honestly is after a short chase, mm. deputies took him into custody. <laughs> you ever try and run with your pants down? That would be tough. It definitely wouldn't get you too far. It no. would be sort of like uh like like the rascal chase in Seinfeld <laughs> where nobody's yeah. going all that fast. You just can't get anywhere with your pants around your ankles. No, which would explain why the chase was so, so short. I'm, I'm pretty sure the guy with the pants around his ankles is always going to lose in that race. Right. I always love hearing, though, what these guys tell deputies when they get caught. It's always such a great story. Um, I know I know I'm always forgetting my pants when I go out to get some exercise. Always forgetting to put my pants on. Keys, wallet, phone, pants apparently needs to be a part of that. Well, I mean, it does get quite warm in Florida. It does, yeah. And the pants do make you warmer. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe he just needed to let a few things air out a little bit. Obviously you know? so, yeah. Out to get some exercise. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So I watch, as everybody knows, way too many crime procedural shows. You do, like, love those crime procedurals, yep. Stakeouts are like for murderers and drug dealers and bank robbers, I thought. Right. Not just run of the mill perverts. Yeah. I mean, no, it, it, that's that's not something that you need somebody showing up and I mean, maybe stale in Volusia donuts County. And, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, cold coffee, stale donuts, just, <laughs> just waiting for look, the perf to look, show up. Looking for a guy with his pants around his ankles to show up. <laughs> No, this is definitely a crime that you hear about. And I i mean, maybe it's just me. I just immediately think, oh, it must be a guy. <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be a pervy crime, probably a guy. I mean, we've had our share of pervy women on this podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, you know, Florida's equal opportunity in that way. It Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Being, being a freak, 
all takes all, all kinds. It does. Yeah. All ages, races, genders. It's a melting pot here. A melting pot of pervery. Yeah. Yeah. True. I don't even know if pervery is a word. I just I made it up. I don't think it is. Um, here's a question for you. Yes. Loitering or prowling? Well, the, loitering. The charge was loitering or prowl. I'm not giving you an option. Loitering sounds a lot better. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving you an option. Which would you rather go I'll take to loitering. tonight? <laughs> yeah, loitering just looks like I'm strolling around. It's, it sounds well, like it. That's it. It's this. It's the same offense: loitering or prowling. Like one sounds super nefarious, and yeah. one just sounds lazy. How yeah. can these possibly be the same crime? No, <laughs> they certainly can't. Prowling always sounded. So evil to me. Right? And maybe that's why they wanted to use it. I and don't know. Loitering, you're just kind of loitering, yeah, hanging just, out on a street yeah, corner. It just seems like you're smoking a, a cigarette layabout, down to the stump. Lackadaisical, you know, good for nothings, right? I'm yeah. I'm guessing Mr. Orozco um probably had something else in his criminal history considering Bond was set at thirty-three grand. Yeah. This probably wasn't the first time. Hopefully it was the first time he was depanced. Um, but obviously some other things on that rap sheet. Probably a lot of prowling. <laughs> Not a lot of loitering. Probably no. a lot of Tons prowling. Tons of prowling. Well, our next story comes to us from Fox 35 Orlando. All right. Drivers cruising the Florida Turnpike late last month got an out-of-this-world sighting. A... Not quite flying saucer. Oh. And believe it or not, it was caught on camera. Of course. Now, the saucer wasn't wasn't hovering in the Florida skies, mm-hmm. but instead a spaceship-shaped vehicle was cruising down the Florida turnpike <laughs> and, of course, was caught on video and immediately posted to Instagram. That's what you do. So it's not clear who's driving the driving saucer, <laughs> although the video looks like it was shot from a car the next lane over. So far, nobody on social media seems to be be taking credit for this so maybe it actually was a close encounter of the florida kind apparently and so would this be an identified driving saucer as opposed to an <laughs> unidentified flying saucer it hasn't been identified yet you just don't see too many flying or driving saucers using the highway but this is florida baby and even on i4 that you know that that fly- that driving saucer is not going to get anywhere <laughs> so did you watch the video i did the first thing I noticed. What's the first thing you noticed? First thing I noticed was just that it had wheels and it was just the right amount of sides to stay in the lane. So it wasn't like a really wide no, saucer. No. First thing I noticed, it was passing on the right. Oh, yeah. That's what you do. That's clearly, what you do in Florida. Clearly, this was Florida, yep. right? <laughs> yep. This is definitely local extraterrestrials. That's for sure. Yeah, but it, it was not... um. A lot of people were saying, you know, it must be photoshopped. First Mm -hmm. of all, people, it's video. You don't photoshop video. Photoshop is for photos. Yeah. If if special effects, rotoscoping, after effectsing, after effectsing. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm sure Adobe. Adobe, Yeah, Adobe needs to like step in and say, "Come on, people, this is moving pictures, Right? right?" Moving, we're living in the real 90s moving pic- we're, we're living <laughs> in the 90s. We're up to moving pictures. Come on now. But uh, no, seriously, though, if I were to rotoscope or Photoshop or whatever a UFO, yeah. I would make it a little bit snazzier looking than this one. Totally. Like this, this one looked like it had rust. I don't know what people are thinking. It, it definitely looks real. And <laughs> even if it didn't, it wouldn't be worth the time and effort. It really wasn't that funny. I will say, though, nice touch to have the X-Files music in the video. Oh, yeah. They did put the X-Files music in the background. You know what else would have been a nice touch? What's that? 
I mean, it's it's the Florida Turnpike, right? Mm-hmm. So clearly the blinkers should have been on for like Ugh. five miles. Tell me about it. I'm just as bad. I'm just as bad of an offender of that as uh, anybody. But you come on. are. It's true. Yeah, I just can't hear it. You know, my ears are getting old, and I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> Although I do wonder how many people will get the joke that it's from the X Files. I mean, we've been that far removed from the X Files. Although it's back, it came this back is on the nineties. Yeah, that's true. We're, <laughs> We're in the living 90s. in the nineties, <laughs> but at least the truth is out there. You know, and I I'm still just, believe. I'm yeah. I'm just wondering if Mulder and Scully were behind the wheel. Yeah, I don't know who was behind the wheel. You really couldn't tell in the video. Yeah, maybe the smoking man. I don't know. Tinted windows. It's you all gotta a have big tinted conspiracy. windows in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so just glad that they're going to get to the bottom of it. Where do you think it was headed? Definitely headed for the Space Coast. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. It's just it just seems like where you'd want to go. So I guess if it was if it was headed east, it would have been going to the Space Coast. Yeah. If it was headed west, mm. I'm thinking 2001 Odyssey. Oh, in Tampa? Yeah, on the Dale strip Mabry? club with the yeah, on Dale Mabry with the UFO yeah. on the roof, which yeah. actually isn't a UFO. It's it's like a um, manufactured home from the 50s. Like right. those were super popular. <laughs> yes, but uh, we've never been in there. I wonder if it would be like a can like the cantina from Star Wars, <laughs> except a strip club. I think the UFO on the roof is actually the VIP lounge. Mm. I think I read that somewhere. Really? I have not been there. Now I'm thinking that you could actually do a pretty good Star Wars most Eisley to Cantina and do it in a strip club thing. That'd probably be pretty popular. I mean, you don't know what was going on in the back room and at most Eisley. You really Eisley, don't. Right? Rito probably before he yeah, before he got shot by Han was probably partaking, I'm guessing. Maybe those were the droids he was looking Ooh, for. Oh, wrong movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all in there together. Well, hey, our last story comes to us from bocanewsnow.com. Okay. Things got a little congested at the drive through lane at the Wendy's in Delray Beach last week mm-hmm. because Boca Raton resident Stephen Wolf fell asleep in the drive through lane. Oh, jeez. The person stuck behind him at the drive through wasn't happy that it wasn't moving, so he went inside to complain to the staff and... When they didn't do anything, the witness then banged on Wolf's window. And when that didn't wake him up, he called the cops. Yeah, yeah. The police report says the officer had to knock on the window for about two minutes before Wolf responded. And even after waking up, Wolf didn't know where he was or even the day of the week. Oh, boy. Wolf said he hadn't been sleeping well because he just started a new job and that he was extra tired. Of course. He also admitted to having about three rum and cokes before the (laughs) incident. Wolf refused a breath alcohol test and was booked into the Palm Beach County Jail. Oh, boy. I mean, these rum and cokes really did him in. I I know that they're regular size, but it sounds like he could barely tell where he was. I I love that the, the actual news source cited the police report and said wolf said regular that they size. were regular size yeah. rum and cokes yeah regular size yep i don't know what a regular size rum and coke is well based on his behavior i'm guessing regular size is a pitcher a pitcher <laughs> of rum and cokes. a two liter a two liter yeah it's possible I, i'm not sure but i'm also wondering so the the witness that banged on his window <laughs> i wonder what i mean the guy needs his Wendy's. I well, mean, the, yeah. the drive throughs not moving. No. That's going to tick somebody off. Well, absolutely. My, uh, I would have thought the guy was dead. Yeah. I mean, I hope he was a loud snorer or something. It just least. goes to show you, if you're going to pass out, don't do it in the drive through lane. No. Have a you're little consideration. You're inconveniencing everybody. 
Yeah, call DoorDash like everybody else, for Come God's on. sake. Yeah, or just like fall asleep in the parking lot. You know, you can always walk in or uh, who knows what's going on here. Come on, Wolf. So unpopular opinion. Mm. Rum and Coke. Yeah. Adults don't drink <laughs> rum and Coke. Right. I'm sure there are rum and Coke drinkers who are listening to this right now and sure. are cursing my name. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Well, write in and let us know. Like, <laughs> you know, tell us why. Rum and Coke We're going is, with the rum and co- I, is I what lo- you drink at a high school party and yeah. you think you're drinking a highfalutin cocktail. Yeah. I loved a good rum and Coke when I was younger. Definitely. Definitely loved a good rum and Coke. Big fan of the Captain and Coke. I just, I don't know why I like the Captain Morgan's rum. That was just me. But rum and, rum and I Coke graduated. is I graduated. the alcohol version of plain cheese pizza. Yeah. I graduated to the Tom Collins and then <laughs> I moved up to the screwdriver. Although I don't, I think of a screwdriver as more of a lateral move, but uh, no, I don't know. screwdriver is far superior right? to rum and yeah. Coke. It just, at least I'm getting some vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're getting some nutrition. You're not just getting. Sugar and caramel coloring. Yeah. Of What's, course. What, what, so you were never a rum and Coke person. Ew, no. Yeah. So what was your drink of choice whenever you were younger? I, I do enjoy a screwdriver. Oh. I'm not going right? to lie. A Long Island iced tea. Just throw everything in the liquor cabinet all in, mm-hmm. all into one uh, container. and Just seems like you're getting good up. bang for your buck with the Long Island iced tea. You really do. You really do. I'm not going to lie. Wasn't there another iced tea that was like named after like maybe like Staten Island? Or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's on SUV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So no, there's there's a Long Beach iced tea, which I believe has cranberry instead ooh, of a splash of coke, okay. or no, maybe grenadine. Oh, it's something red. Yeah, something red. Tequila Sunrise is good. Write us in and let us know what your favorite drink was when you were younger. <laughs> you know, anything that any anything that isn't a anything you drank before you were of legal age. Not that any of us ever consumed an alcoholic beverage before we turned twenty one, nineteen. Yeah. If you're and in don't try to pass off that you, you know, oh, I love Cuba Libres. It's like we all know what you're talking about. You're still talking about rum and cokes. You're just do dressing we, it up. Do we though? Because you ordered a Cuba Libre at a bar yeah. maybe two months ago. Yep. And got a blank stare from the bartender. And I gave her a blank stare right back. Yeah, how it, do you how do you not know what a Cooper Libre is? We live in Florida. You're a bartender. You're a bartender, you should know. We live in Florida, you should definitely know. We're like a hop, skip, and a jump from Cuba. We need to know these things. So you know why it's called a Cuba Libre, right? No, I don't. So I looked it up because I was curious as well. Why is it called Free Cuba? Yeah. First of all, I wasn't, I mean, obviously, I know that rum is a Caribbean beverage. Sure. Um, Bacardi originally was based in Cuba yes. before it moved to uh, Puerto Rico in right. the 1950s yep. with the whole uprising and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so in 1900, Coca Cola began distributing outside of the United States yeah. for the very first time. And there was a huge U.S. presence in Cuba because the Spanish-American War had just ended. Right. She says, sounding like she knows anything about history, which <laughs> she does not. Yeah. Um, and, and because of that, Coca-Cola got shipped to Cuba. Yeah. And the Cuba Libre became mm. a very popular drink because of, because of the American... Be- because of the trashy Americans who were there who liked drinking rum and Coke, right. basically. Yep. Also... Good point to know. Hmm. 
cocaine still in Coca-Cola when hey, all this happened. A little, so, talk about bang for your buck. Yeah. A Kubelabre was giving you a lot of bang for your buck yeah. then. <laughs> I could see why it got so popular then. Yeah, right? Right. Right? Here's the ironic thing. Hmm. You can't get Coca-Cola in Cuba anymore. What? Well, because the embargoes and whatnot. Sure. You know? Again, sounding like she knows anything about... No, but seriously... So it's you, like a you, Cuba form like of Like you have cola? to smuggle Coca-Cola into Cuba if you... Well, that just makes it even more dangerous. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, that just... That just Free adds, Cuba indeed. Adds so much more to the drink itself. So apparently a Cuba Libre is way better to drink in Cuba. I mean, I would imagine. Mm. Though... I don't know. Can you even get Bacardi in Cuba anymore? I don't even know. Just you go with the mojito. Can't. It's way more grown up. Ernest Hemingway believed in them, loved them. Can't go I wrong with a mojito. They're yeah. delightful. They're very good. And make sure you keep the stem with your mint. Yes. Yeah. We're getting in the weeds now. Yeah, we are. Like literally because mint's kind of a weed. Mm-hmm. Um, who goes to Wendy's drunk? Uh, I, not me. I mean, I'd much rather go to Taco Bell, but oh, maybe there's no Taco Bells close by. Me. Yeah. You know, as you were saying that, it just dawned on me that Wendy's is really the only fast food restaurant in, in our little down. Well, that's not true. Near we all have a of McDonald's, our bar scene. Yeah. But uh, if, you're, if you're heading west, Wendy's west, is your only man. option. And hit the, yeah, and hit the Wendy's. Yeah. You don't really have much of a choice. So, and, you know, Wendy's is greasy just like everything else, which could hit the spot. Go get your baked potato and chili. Oh, I'm going to get a junior bacon chi. Maybe a, a double junior stack. Junior bacon chi. Are you guys that close? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's that's your nickname? It's a Jack Black thing. You oh, wouldn't understand. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that moms and their kids are not a good audience for no. people and their self-pleasures. No. And it's also best to handle your business behind closed doors. But not the closed doors at Walgreens because those are Please glass don't. and you can still see through yeah. them. Uh, I learned that if you're going to get chased by police, mm-hmm. pull up your pants first. Oh, yeah. I also learned that UFOs aren't just something you see in the sky. No. You could be driving right next to one and waving hi to a Martian on a Florida highway near you. You could. And I learned that if you need to take a nap in your car, the drive through lane probably is not the best spot no 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 so those were our freakiest florida finds for the week and you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the sunshine state online on our new florida freak show forum facebook group that's right i even need to know this really well you do you can find it on facebook.com slash group slash fla freak show or just follow the link on our facebook page and as always, if you see a Florida story we missed, share it with us on the forum. You can do it yourself. Yay, Yay. DIY. Yeah, we're empowering our community. Hey, hey, before we go, I want to give a shout out to yes. one of our listeners, Gary in Bakersfield, California, mm. who emailed us to let us know that Alan Funt was the host of Candid Camera, uh, since both of us had a complete brain fart a few weeks ago. I can't Could believe. not come up with his name. I can't believe we didn't come up with Alan Funt. Thank you, Gary, for Thanks, pointing Gary. that out. We really, really appreciate it. And did we mention that we're also changing our freak show schedule? What? You can now catch new episodes on the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. So we'll see you again in two weeks. Until then, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Until we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>